Praise the Lord. verses together. So uh, all the verses are in the book of Romans. So let's start with Romans 7, 15. Amen. 7, 15. For what I work out, I do not acknowledge. For what I will, this I do not practice. But what I hate, this I do. And Romans 7, 18. For I know that in me that is, in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but to work out the good is not. And then 7.20. But, but if what I do not will, this I do, it is no longer I that work it out, but sin that dwells in me. Amen. And then Romans 8.2. For the law of the Spirit of life has freed me in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and of death. And then Romans 8, 6. For the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the Spirit is life and peace. And then Romans 8, 11. And if the Spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who indwells you. And then Romans 12, 1 through 2. I exhort you, therefore, brothers, through the compassions of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be fashioned according to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind, that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and well-pleasing and perfect. And in 12.11, Do not be slothful in zeal, but be burning in spirit, Serving the Lord. Amen. Well, I have one of those messages. Um, honestly, that's a barn burner. <laughs> uh, when, I, when I read this message, I thought, oh Lord, how, how do I share this message when I feel like there is so much that I am so inadequately short in? Um, and maybe we all feel that way when we read most any message. <laughs> But uh, because this message and the title of it is the tripartite man and the church, okay, this is uh, this has a lot of significance and weight. So up until uh, up until now, for the most part in the book, the economy of God, what we have been seeing is our makeup and how God has made up our being, how He has made man. Okay, so we've seen that we have a spirit, we have a soul, and we have a body. Right? It's very easy to see that we all have a body. At least I hope you see that. <laughs> okay? But there's this layers below the body that are not so seeable. Okay? That is our soul and our spirit. But our, our, our being has been made for a purpose. Our, our body, our soul, and our spirit has been made for a purpose. This purpose is the church. Amen. 
You know, I, I can't tell you. I, you know, I, I work in, uh, I work in the world, right? We're not, yeah. we're not of the world, but we're in the world. Yeah, yeah. And I work in the world, and I hear people all the time tell me things like, "What am I here for? What am I here for?" Man wants to know what their purpose is. What we see today in the church is that our being has been created for the church. Amen. This is why we are here. Amen. Okay? So there is particular significance to our being. Okay? So in Genesis, what we see very clearly is that Satan himself Amen. injected himself into our body. Amen. A body of sin. Right? We read a verse clearly indicating that there, our body is a body of sin. Okay, so our, so our spirit, when we received the Lord, the Lord himself, God himself, came into our spirit. Amen. We have God himself Amen. dwelling Amen. in our spirit. Amen. So what is the soul? The soul is the self. It is the self. And you can identify the self with Adam's. So in actuality, our being, our body representing Satan, our spirit representing God, and our soul representing Adam, our very being is the Garden of Eden all over again. Right. Okay. So what happened in this garden? There was warfare. There was warfare. Satan wanted Adam. God wanted Adam. Amen. So, what we have to see today is that our being is a being of warfare. Amen. God today is in our spirit, and He wants to consume our soul. And we see that our soul is our mind, emotion, and will. God wants to mingle Himself with our being, our soul, so that He can overcome His enemy. Amen. Okay, so Satan, who dwells in our flesh, he wants to overcome our soul. So this is a warfare. It is a warfare of God overcoming us or Satan overcoming us. But praise the Lord. Amen. I love Romans eight eleven. Amen. And I'm going to read that one more time. Because this is so encouraging. And if the spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Amen. Through his spirit who indwells you. Okay, so there's this process. Okay, um, so, uh, so Roman numeral 2, the tripartite man represented by the mind. Okay, so we've covered Roman numeral 1. Roman numeral 2 is the tripartite man represented by the mind. And we see that in Romans 7. Yeah. Right? Man in the mind tries to work independently of God. So our mind, when we first received the Lord, and I think even now, this is our struggle. I know this is my struggle. Uh, you know, trying to do things for God. Trying to please the law of God. Trying to be right before God. But it's man... Us, me, trying to do something. God doesn't need us to do anything. 
Amen. But Romans 7 is very, very clear. Paul says, you know, the things that I want to do, I do not do. It is, it is not I who do it, but it is the sin that dwells in me. Well, where is the sin? The sin is our flesh, right? But our mind is so strong. It is so absolutely strong. And so our mind is trying to independently do things in and of ourselves. Amen. Okay. But in Romans 8, we see the real power. Amen. The power of the resurrected Christ in our spirit. Amen. That, that power, if our mind is set on the spirit, there is what? Life and peace. Right? Even to the point that this life can consume our mortal body. What a victory. What a victory. But don't you feel, okay, don't you know that at times we still go through this cycle? We keep repeating back to Romans 7. But really our salvation is Romans 8. Okay? But, but in actuality, we don't stop there. Okay, Romans 9, 10, and 11 are a parenthetical documentation. Okay, we have to go from Romans 8 to Romans 12. Okay, there's a continuation. So Romans, Romans 8 ends with, with, with uh, man, in a sense, personally enjoying and contacting God. Right. Romans 12, this is the significance, is that, that us as members of the body are in the body. And we need to function in the body. Amen. So, so uh, Roman numeral three tri tripartite man realizes the body life. Amen. Okay, we have to realize the body life. We have to Amen. realize that we are not just individual members. Right. And here's the beauty of all of this: as if we are experiencing Romans eight, we actually will be automatically ushered into Romans twelve. Amen. Because the spirit in our spirit will usher us into the reality of his body. Amen. Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We don't have to try. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. So uh, 3A, our body presented to the church life. Okay, Romans 12:1. Let's just read that one more time. Amen. Sisters, if you have your Bibles open, Romans 12:1. I exhort you, therefore, brothers, through the compassions of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. So, you know, a lot of the times we say that, you know, my heart is for the Lord. Right? My heart is for the Lord. But let me ask you, where your body is, doesn't that ultimately determine where you really are? Physically. You know, so if I say I love the Lord, but my body is never with the saints, my heart, quote-unquote, might be for the Lord, but my body is not for the Lord. My body precedes my heart. Okay, so physically where we are determines where we are as it relates to the church. Amen. Our body has to be presented Amen. a living sacrifice. Amen. Our body has to be presented a living sacrifice. Amen. This is very important. Amen. If our body is not presented to God himself as that living sacrifice, 
what, what really is happening is we are allowing Satan in our body to overcome us. We have to present our bodies to God. And in actuality, we present our bodies to the church. Okay, this, this in a sense is the altar. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. B, our mind renewed for the church life. And we see this in Romans 12, 2. Brothers, do you want to read Romans 12, 2? And do not be fashioned according to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind, that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and well-pleasing and perfect. Amen. So first we have our body. Then we have our mind. So the, so the indicator of the self, remember, is the mind. Okay, so if our mind is in Romans 7, and we're trying, and we're trying, and we're trying, and we're trying, there is no renewing. But if our mind is set on the Spirit, there is life and peace. Amen. There is the renewing of God Amen. taking place. Amen. Now, ask yourself experientially, have you ever brought your body to a meeting? of the church, mm -hmm. but your mind was somewhere else? Yeah, that's okay. true. What was your function that day? Not much. Not much, <laughs> right? You're, 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 we're off somewhere in La La Land. Our bodies are present, but our mind is not. So we have to exercise our tripartite being. And in order to practically and in reality be in the church... Okay, this is what is important to the Lord. Amen. Okay, so our mind has to be exercised to be set on the Spirit. Amen. When there is, there is the reality of the church. Amen. Okay, but we're not there yet. Okay, there's one more aspect, and that's C. Our spirit must be fervent for the church life. And that's, Amen. And that's Romans 12, 11, and I'll just, I'll just tell you that. Be burning in, in spirit. spirit. Amen. Amen. Be burning in Be spirit. Burning okay, so remember, this is the tripartite man and the church. Amen. So why are we burning in spirit? We're burning in spirit, not just for ourselves, but for the church. Amen. Okay, so you can come to the meeting. You can, you can have breakfast with a brother. And I hope we have breakfast. Okay? We can bring our body. We can even set our minds. But if our spirit is not set aflame, right. not just a flicker, but a flame, Amen. Okay, that's a burning, that's yeah. a consuming, Amen. Okay, there then is the reality of being in the church. Now, now, experientially, let me just be very clear. This does not mean that we are outwardly screaming and shouting. Okay, to be burning in spirit and to have the mind renewed is actually to be sober. It's to be sober. So our need is to be burning inwardly in spirit. You know, have you ever spoken with a saint? And you speak to them and you know that there is just something, a fire, but they're very calm. They're very collected. They're, 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 they're I was going to say cool, but they're really hot. <laughs> On the inside. And there was, there's just this, this sense of subduedness with restriction. And when you speak to them, you get light. Amen. Okay? That, that, is a, that is a member in the body who has a burning spirit. Amen. Okay? This is our need today. Amen. Okay? To present our bodies as living sacrifices. 
to set the mind on the spirit to be renewed. Amen. Okay. And then lastly, to have a burning spirit. This is the tripartite man and the need to be in the reality of the church. Amen. Amen.